Glad to see you again. It's me, Peter Alsop, here with this week's Song to Chew. The song we'll chew today is one of my classic early feminist men's songs. It came out on my Flying Fish album, Asleep at the Helm, in 1977. The song is delivered as some supportive advice from a man to one of his friends. It addresses the fact that many of us men grow up feeling we need to appear tough or macho to avoid being teased or ridiculed by others for being too soft. And 43 years ago, these issues of gender identity and sexual orientation were not so clear as they are today. So let's play the song, then we'll explore some of the new clarity we have nowadays. From my 1977 feminist album, Asleep at the Helm, here's Let the Woman in You Come Through. You're a man who never cries I'm not as tough as you, my friend But since you ask for my advice Let the woman in you come through She's trying to let you know she's there She colors everything you do And the man in you gets scared You like to dance I've seen you dance When you thought no one was there I've heard sorrow in your voice While you laugh like you don't care It's hard to hide your gentle side It's a lonely way to be Take it from a friend who knows An old, old friend like me let the woman in you come through She's trying to let you know she's there She colors everything you do And the man in you gets scared You'll fight to prove that you're a man You'll fight to prove you're right You work hard and you play hard And you stay up late at night Working hard's a way to hide From the dumb things some folks say But holding tenderness inside Is only throwing it away Let the woman in you come through She's trying to let you know she's there She colors everything you do And the man in you gets scared And I know you don't like kids Especially little sissies Yeah, I know you never did But I've seen you with the tough ones The ones the others all condemn And you know that they're the frightened ones And you know cause you're like them Let the woman in you come through She's trying to let you know she's there she colors everything you do The man in you gets scared Let the woman in you come through Be a different kind of brave She'll show you love's the difference Between a free man and a slave 
We actually got quite a bit of radio airplay from this song when it was first released. Some people back then had never heard a man sing about how men and boys struggle to make sense of the very limited and gender-specific ways we were expected to act, and how those few choices felt very uncomfortable to many of us. A number of fantastic women were putting out albums about gender issues then, Holly Near, Tret Fury, Meg Christian, and Chris Williamson. There were fewer men like Jeff Morgan and Charlie Murphy, Romanovsky and Phillips, and Fred Small, both gay and straight, who wrote and sang songs about our struggles with the concept of maleness. One of them, I don't remember who, said, We have to choose between being Woody Allen or John Wayne, and most of us aren't interested in being either of them. If you're interested, I actually put out an album called Ebenezer's Makeover with songs sung by many of these artists from the feminist men's and women's movement. It's kind of a radio play format with actors and sound effects and a bunch of songs. It's the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, forced to go through a feminist makeover in order to be a better person. Not really a Christmas story anymore. It's on my website at peterallsop.com. Check it out. Anyway, I joined a feminist men's organization back then, which is now called NOMAS, the National Organization of Men Against Sexism. Check out nomas.org, N-O-M-A-S. It's a pro-feminist, gay, affirmative, anti-racist group of men and women dedicated to enhancing men's lives and committed to justice on a broad range of social issues, including class, age, religion, and physical abilities. It's where I met most of those other delightful characters. We know that in many families and cultures all over the world, if a boy cries or shows any gentleness, he risks being called a sissy. Why should acting like someone's sister be taken as the worst kind of insult? doesn't make much sense. And the male fear and negativity about women in our culture, which is still very strong and active in our world today, doesn't make much sense either. Gentle nurturing behaviors are exhibited by both genders, especially when they've been encouraged from a young age. Many of us have grown up with the common misconception that if a boy or man exhibits a gentle, nurturing, caring behavior, it's really his feminine side showing itself, while in fact these kinds of behaviors are just as naturally masculine as the rough and tumble, slap on the back, or let's have a fight behaviors that have traditionally defined men for eons. So the basic premise of my song, Let the Woman in You Come Through, is sound. Our lives are enriched by recognizing and acting on the full range of our feelings, but it's the language and conceptual memes that have changed over the last 40 years. I'm much more aware now of the binary ways that male brains seem to prefer in order to simplify the complicated, multi-layered world in which we live. Brain scientists tell us that men's brains make sense of the world in linear and binary ways, binary meaning two, by understanding our experiences as either or, wrong, right, black, white, good, bad, up, down, in, out, boys, girls, men, women, hetero, homo, gay, lesbian, etc. Women, we are told, have brains that more easily multitask and do a number of things at the same time. That's where I spy a conceptual limitation in my song. By assigning nurturing, caring behaviors as the woman in you, I'm also implying that those are not necessarily standalone male qualities. And I certainly don't believe that. I know it's not true. Men have those qualities and exhibit them all the time. My heart is lifted so often these days when I see men who are parents caring for their children in ways that I don't remember so much when I was a child myself. In the past, traditional cultures, societies, and religions did not allow or encourage men or women to explore all the possible facets of our gender and sexual natures. All our bodies make both estrogen and androgen, the production of which affects the way our body grows and our behaviors. But we have been trained, socialized, and expected to perform as others of our biological gender have in the past. 
It's freedom of expression in non-harmful ways that help us learn who we are, that allow us to experience how to balance these forces within us, enabling us to each have a healthier life as we adapt daily to the changes around us. It's actually difficult to come up with a definition of what a man is that doesn't automatically trigger a bunch of other people to disagree with parts or all of that definition. In the past, it seems that the definition most agreed upon was that a man was not like a woman and didn't do womanly things. Vague, but the message was clear to most all of us who grew up under those assumptions. Consequently, most boys grew up without safe places to express our feelings. Not all of us, and not all of the time, but the message was clear. We had to follow strict male guidelines to be accepted by our families and communities. We had to be constantly vigilant about avoiding womanish or girlish behaviors, whatever that meant. And LGBTQ was rarely heard of back then, if ever. Currently, LGBTIQ plus is an inclusive term meaning lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex, and queer. And it also includes other groups relating to sexual orientation, gender identity. It includes asexual, non-binary, and many more. No disrespect or erasure is intended in not using one of the longer types of initialisms or the terms appropriate to different languages and cultures. And as yet, there is no international agreement on how to extend LGBTQ to be more inclusive of all gender and sexual diversities. I looked online and got more information and clarity about what each of these labels means. I recommend you do the same if you're not sure, or ask some friends who know. I've also been told that I'm a cisgender man that's spelled C-I-S. The person who told me didn't know me very well and was certainly not familiar with my inner life and was guessing about my personal behaviors or sexual preferences. It was a label. So I looked that up too. The Oxford English Dictionary described the word cisgender as an adjective and defines it as, quote, denoting or relating to a person whose self-identity conforms with the gender that corresponds to their biological sex, not transgender. Hmm, sounds like not a woman again. Both words share Latin roots, with trans meaning across, beyond, or on the other side of, and cis, C-I-S, meaning on this side of. Well, we see clearly here the binary nature of cis-trans way of seeing our possibilities. It still limits the range of gender choices as either this or that. And this is exactly the mindset that's so confusing and wrong for a young person who feels forced to choose only one or the other. At a workshop about binary limitations recently, some trans folks pointed out that our human sexuality at a year and a half year old is very different than our sexuality at 11 years old. And again, it's very different when we're 15, and again at 22 and 36 and 52 years old and 70 and 86. Why do we believe that we must choose a binary, very limiting noun label when we have such a wide array of action verbs that describe much more clearly the things that we do? Why must we be forced to name who we are, especially when the noun label name can never be completely accurate? Am I a vegetarian right now because I'm not chewing a piece of meat? What if I chew it but I don't swallow it? What am I then? A meat juicerian or what? It's the actions we take in our lives that affect us and others around us. Nouns and labels as names for people are incomplete, imperfect descriptions of who we are because they usually do not include the person's own definition of themselves and they're usually used to exclude people who are different than the norm. So there is actually a continuum, a pool of diverse physical traits and specific behaviors that make up what our gender and sexual orientation and identity choices are as we live and grow up in the culture at large. And many people are forced to pick one label and follow the prescriptions of how someone with that label is supposed to behave. 
These demands on us have caused so much unnecessary pain and misery for so many young people. Our inability to understand that as children we do not choose our sexual orientation or preference or our gender identity. We discover it. And we must have support and safe places to explore these things. We need to use trial and error at times to find out where we are at at any given point in our life. As adults and parents in the vessels in which our societal norms are stored and passed on to the next generations, our inability to love and nurture children in our charge and allow them to grow up in their own ways has been the cause of huge family dissension, fear, anger, hatred, drug use, and runaways, and it's also the final straw that breaks the camel's back in so many teen suicides. An old friend, Dr. Warren Farrell, has a book out with John Gray that's called The Boy Crisis that I highly recommend. They speak about the importance of boys having their fathers and men in their lives. Like them, I believe it's critical to the survival of our world to recognize that we damage boys by not being more aware of how to support and help them. We set them adrift when we demand that they follow our definitions for who they can be, and then they find that they cannot follow our prescriptions. Girls, too. By the way, I still like my song because when I perform it, it gives me an opportunity to talk about how societal norms morph and change. And that kind of discussion opens minds. The more people that understand how our binary ways of thinking limit the full range of human options, the better. If we can calm our fears long enough to let go of some of our oldest, most comfortable and familiar concepts, the better it will be for all of us. I'm Peter Alsop, and I approve this message. Hope to see you again next week for another episode of Songs to Chew. Thanks for stopping by. Maybe bring a friend. The more the merrier. Bye for now.